Video game stocks have been under pressure this week, even as tech, the NASDAQ continues to climb. Some of the biggest video game makers have been getting hit. Let's bring in Andrew Erkowitz, our go-to man on the subject, joining us from Jeffries. So, Andrew, I know that there's been a few stories. There's been the E3 previews of the upcoming games, and then there's also been some reporting around the hackability and susceptibility of gaming source codes. And what does all this mean wrapped into the performance of some of these stocks this week? Yeah, thanks, Oliver, for having me. Yeah, the one and the one thing you did mention is just kind of like this the continued pressure from reopening um, on these stocks. And so- Absolutely, we, we good point. Came, yeah, we came into this week, no major big announcements really for the major publishers out of E3, no surprises. Um, and then you, and then just the consumer spend continues to trend, you know, broadly away from kind of, you know, indoor activities. And so people just kind of assume that's video games. Um, we disagree with that. The data we think looks actually pretty good relative to, to how we're thinking about it. But I think just that perception is continually dragging these things down. And then you had Roblox uh, report on Tuesday that May was missed uh, street expectations. Um, and that just pulled the entire group down all week. And we think that we actually think that trend probably continues until we get through the summer. So, Andrew, um, which of those is the most important? I mean, it seems like. Uh, to, ironically enough, as I didn't mention it coming in, that I would probably ascribe maybe the most kind of thematic importance to what you said about the reopening, right? Where uh, the amount of gaming that was happening over the past year uh, is going to be hard to keep up. I, I went from playing Warzone five days a week to only four days a week now. Yeah, but but that's that's the beauty of it, right? You're still playing. And I think that's <laughs> the key. So it, you know, it's because that, that's what's happened to a lot of folks is that they're still playing. Engagement is still pretty good. The number of players is still there. And so you know, Oliver, you you and I were probably talking last year and thinking, man, once everything reopens, these you know, the earnings power of these companies is going to diminish. Turns out, Activision is going to have a bigger 21 than 2020. EA is going to have a bigger 2021 uh, than 2020. And so these these companies are finding continually to find ways to monetize their players launch new content uh and get it out there uh but for right now there is there is a, that pressure of like is it really going to beat this year how is it going to do it and so there's still some uncertainty we think they we think they're up but uh until the street figures that out uh you know there's going to be that pressure there so what's the best way to play this right now, andrew who uh has the hottest slate of games i mean is it activision so and the dominance for the multiplayer market so I think we actually like them all, but it, you know, on a short duration, I think you want to own EA. Uh, they mm. were the big winners out of out of E3. Battlefield, the relaunching Battlefield, the game looks phenomenal. Uh, really building it for for the new new generation of, of consoles. Uh, it's just I think they're going to really revive that franchise. And if you can revive that franchise, you're going to see a redemption story here from EA, which is the cheapest in the in the group. So short duration, you have real catalysts of more Battlefield announcements, uh, and and so I think that that works long duration you know take two take two or or activision i mean activision call of duty's gonna be fine there's some pressure because battlefield looks so good how can call of duty do well i think they, they both do great uh and then and then you're going to go into 20 2022 where finally after years the blizzard side of the business is going to deliver and they will probably deliver big they'll have diablo mm. they'll have another world of warcraft update and then we'll get into uh, overwatch 2 so there's gonna be like a 12 to 18 month period where blizzard's gonna hit you with new content on a regular basis so you know activision set up nicely uh, heading into 2022, but you gotta get over this near-term consternation of reopening and and what's the impact Battlefield's gonna have on uh, on Call of Duty.
Andrew, uh, for the uh, potential for these companies to kind of reassert themselves, uh, I will point out that uh, the chart, I mean, there's worse ones out there for so-called quarantine <laughs> trades, right? I mean, to your yeah. point about how uh, we're still playing, I mean, the longevity and kind of testing the thesis, what kind of uh, growth numbers are they going to have to put up? What are going to be the figures for uh, next quarter that need to make people feel comfortable and investors comfortable sure. that they can keep up something close to last year's pace. Yeah, I, it's. I think. I think what's interesting is uh, these guys at this point. I mean, the sentiment is 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 just terrible. Um, and one of the things like these names normally, as you well know, beaten race every quarter, and they and they raise fiscal year guidance, and they sound really good. I think if we get one more quarter of that, so we get to July, uh, end of July, early August, when they report that June number, uh, and they say, "Hey guys, it wasn't as bad as you thought. We're actually raising our fiscal year numbers." Uh, by that point, you'll be through all the toughest comps, April, May, June, July, uh, and you'll get that that focus on the holiday slate. You'll have company, uh, you'll have the company management teams more confident in that back half guidance. Uh, and I think that's that's the point where investors can say, okay, these are finally going to work. Uh, yes, the management teams are actually correct in that people are playing and spending, um, and and get to that back to that double digit growth trajectory, which you look out to next year and the year after, it looks like it's going to be double digits across the board for all these guys. Andrew, uh, as far as E3 goes, you mentioned Battlefield and EA's competitor for uh, first-person multiplayer. Is this is this going to have a battle royale like uh, Warzone, though? Because if it doesn't, does it stand a chance? And so that's the, that's the crux of our argument, because people are like, how can they both be successful? Well, if you're making Battlefield for your core Battlefield audience, um, and you want chaos and and next gen graphics and and you know that's sort of, that's exactly what this game is. So they're going to probably sell 12, 15, 18 million units, uh, which is probably higher than what most people think right now. Mm. Um, but it lacks the free to play. It lacks the giant funnel right. uh, that Call of Duty has. And so Call of Duty's running 100, 120 million uh, players right now. Uh, you know, it's it's not going to probably be affected by Battlefield, but Battlefield can can carve out that that niche that is Battlefield. Um, and, and that should buy EA some time to get a free-to-play mode out at some point in time. Uh, we actually think the biggest challenge here is when you look at Call of Duty, you have the free-to-play, you have the core game, which, which is a massive amount of content for $70, and EA is only offering multiplayer for $70. So the only folks that will buy that will probably be that core Battlefield player that's been waiting three years for it. Okay. Hey, if uh, Activision keeps churning out Rambo and John McClane skins, I'm hooked, <laughs> baby. That was an auto buy. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Thank As you, always, for your thoughts. Appreciate it, Mr. Quitz. He's the equity analyst at Jeffries covering the gaming stocks. E3 inning this week, and some competition may be coming up for Activision's Call of Duty Giant. Love talking video games and stocks. What a great job of